Glory to Jesus Christ. Glory and forever. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. This is one of those summer feasts that is of vigil rank, which means that the church has uh, appointed for this feast to have uh, gravitas, weight. And it is this feast of Saints Peter and Paul that is preceded by one of the four great fasts of the church, the Apostles' Fast, where we commemorate especially the chief apostles, Peter and Paul. The following day that we then have the synaxis of the holy apostles. But it is in coming together, in remembering, commemorating, praising the example, life, the icons that Peter and Paul were of our Lord in all of their variety, all of their differences between each other, which is actually enshrined those different icons of this feast. Uh, and this particular icon of the feast has them embracing, because if you remember scripture, Peter and Paul, uh, there's a time where Paul had to rebuke Peter to his face and tell him what the full import of the gospel meant, is that he actually had to treat and hang out with the Gentiles just like he would the Jews. And apostolic love, uh, that meant that they knew their boundaries with each other. They embraced, but that didn't mean that they became, you know, besties. Uh, they went and did the Lord's work and the places that they were called to. But this is an example of the church in and of itself. As we've had, the church has a particular calendar and uh, cycle for us. As we work through the life, especially in Holy Week, uh, focus on the death, burial, resurrection, the last week of our Lord's life, then his glorious resurrection, then we have the ascension, Pentecost, and then what? The fruit of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit throughout the world, uh, through the, specifically the apostles, and then on from them, uh, that we come and then celebrate the summer feast of the great apostles, the prince, princes of the apostles, Peter and Paul. Appointed for this evening, we had three readings from the first Catholic epistle from St. Peter. We hear a lot from Paul <laughs> throughout the year. Paul, 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 Paul. So I think it's great when we come to this feast, Paul doesn't suddenly outshine. We get Peter, Peter, Peter. We're going to get three readings from Peter because when else do you do Peter? Because it's Paul, 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 Paul all the time. Uh, and as Peter tells us, uh, and they tell you in seminary too, Paul is hard to read. Paul is not easy. Paul is complicated. And Peter even talks about this in his epistles. He's, you know, to read Paul, well, read Peter. Let me suggest that, especially since we just had it this evening. Go back, refresh your memory of the two uh, epistles of Peter because there is much there, much meat, uh, as we heard just in the little bit from the first and second chapter of the first epistle, uh, of what Peter has to teach us as being one of the chief apostles. I just want to spend a few minutes on the first two verses that we heard from the third reading this evening. This is 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 11 and 12. Beloved, I beg you as sojourners and pilgrims 
Abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul, having your conduct honorable among the Gentiles, that when they speak against you as evildoers, they may, by your good works which they observe, glorify God in the day of visitation. Peter's begging those who follow Christ that their life could be called a life of sojourn, of pilgrimage. This is a sojourn, a time of traveling. Uh, He obviously does not mean this in a literal sense, right? That Christians are supposed to just keep on moving, keep on trucking, right? That's not what he's talking about. He is talking about the spiritual attitude towards the world. We see in Peter and Paul, of course, that they actually manifested moving around a whole lot, getting around. Paul, most, uh, the book of Acts, a lot of the book of Acts is just taken up in just some of Paul's missionary journeys. But this attitude of sojourning, that we are here as pilgrims, as we heard this past Sunday uh, in talking from the book of Hebrews, that those who were of the faithful, they were those who knew they had no lasting city here, but that their inheritance, their city is from above. They look to the heavenly city. This is what the beloved of Christ are to do. That is their attitude to this world. This is especially true because how do you especially live out this life of sojourn and pilgrimage? It's abstaining from fleshly lusts, which war against the soul. With having this pilgrimage, this life of sojourn, it can be very easy to feel like you just kind of undisconnect, float away from the realities that we live in. But verse 12 anchors that. So we're, we're pilgrims. We are sojourning. But that doesn't mean that our conduct here or our lives here are meaningless. Have your conduct honorable among the Gentiles, that when they speak against you as evildoers, again, the presumption that they're going to speak against you as evildoers, they may, as they speak evil, actually see your good works, which they observe, glorify God in the day of visitation. There is no forgetting of our lives here as if we get to float away off into the heavens but that our minds and hearts are set on in the heavens, that we've been seated at the right hand of Christ in the heavenly places. But we have to live here and now with those that are around us, those who, as Peter presumes, may even speak evil about you, that they may, as our Lord tells us in the Sermon on the Mount, uh, and that I talked about on Sunday, we're a city on a hill. There's going to be... Everyone's going to be looking toward the light that comes from that city because that is how God placed us, that we would be salt and light. So let us, as we continue this summer, especially, I think there's something, there's, because of school, the heat, there's kind of a lull and a lessening of spiritual effort, especially after we had Lent, we had Pascha, we had Pentecost, and now it's like, for it's very much a temptation and the summer just kind of coast right through it. Especially, we're going to have another fast coming up in a month with the Dormition fast. But let us keep our minds and our hearts uh, 
and that attitude of pilgrimage and sojourning that we become not too connected, uh, rooted, or I should say addicted is probably the better word, the strong word, to this world, but that we have the right relationship with it so that we can uh, do those good works, show forth the glory and love of God to those around us so that they can, uh, when they come to the last day, the day of visitation, they can glorify God because they saw that we were pointing to him the entire time, especially because we join the chorus of Peter and Paul and the rest of the apostles in witnessing to the great work that our Lord has done in the power of the Holy Spirit for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.